This is Sadiq, and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports-related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA, and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. What's up, America? So we talking about the NBA, the association. We're going to talk about the NCAA men's and women's basketball championship games. We're going to talk about who's going to win MVP. And we still talking about the Lakers? Really? Roll my music. Let go. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. So, America, let's start off the show with this. The Lakers are officially out of postseason contention. Last night, with the Denver Nuggets losing to the San Antonio Spurs, and the Lakers, yet again, getting the brakes beat off of them by the Phoenix Suns, the Lakers are now out of the playing tournament possibility and will not be making any postseason run. The Lakers are trash, people! I've been saying the Lakers are trash for months! This is one of the most disappointing teams that I've ever, ever watched. You have... What? You have about... Five Hall of Famers and four of those guys on the all NBA 75th anniversary team. And y'all can't make the playoffs. I don't care about no injuries. You got LeBron James. You got Russell Westbrook. You got Anthony Davis. You got Carmelo Anthony. You got Dwight Howard, even though the last two are really, really old. Y'all should make the playoffs. Really? LeBron James is averaging 30, and y'all can't make the playoffs. Y'all can't stop nobody. Y'all are a piece of trash. Now, we got to blame somebody because, like, I cannot allow this to just sit here and just say, hey, we're going to, you know, they're going to do great next year because things didn't go their way this year. You have Russell Westbrook saying they're going to run it back. Run who back? You better be worried about yourself. You might be kicked out. Run nothing back. They're going to run AD. They're going to run LeBron back. You, shoot, you might be on another team. More importantly, who's to blame? I have to say LeBron James. LeBron James is to blame. And I'll tell you why. Because he the one that wanted Russell Westbrook. He the one 
that said this can work. So okay, that trade because Magic Johnson got on ESPN. Magic Johnson was the one that was out here saying that the Lakers knew about the Rosen one to come back home, and they didn't want to guarantee the third year of that contract. So that's why the Rosen now is where in Chicago. Busting up heads. If you saw last night, he put on a 40-piece against the Milwaukee Bucks. You could have had DeRozan and had Buddy Hill. And now look at you. Trash! Anthony Davis is probably the second reason because he's always hurt. I consider trading him, but his relationship with LeBron might make things a little murky. But that's who I would blame. Because LeBron James, the one that said, I can work with Russell Westbrook. It's easy to watch somebody and be like, oh, they played great. But how would they play with you? See, DeMar DeRozan, he kind of plays like D Wade did, especially later in their career. A lot of slashing to the basket, post ups. It would have worked. And if DeRozan needed to be on a night by himself, he could he can put up numbers. But Russell Westbrook can't play with great players. I don't care what nobody says. And, and I'm I'm just being honest. Russell Westbrook can't play with great players. If Chris Paul had the amount of talent around him that Russell Westbrook had. Chris Paul would have three, four championships. Ain't no way that Russell Westbrook should not be able to get to multiple finals, win multiple championships with the surrounding talent that he's had, which leads me to this. Rob Palenka, you need to get some of these old geezers out but not see no Trevor Ariza on this team next season. There should be only two, maybe three players that was on this team, on the team next year. And that's LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Now, Russ, you're stuck with him because I wouldn't give a first-round pick in an addition to getting Russ out of there. I'm just not doing it because nobody's going to take that contract, so we know this. But give him some AARP cards. And get him out the way. Just, 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 just get him going. I don't care about Austin Reeves; he can go. Kendrick Nunn has the play option; he's taking it because he has the worst bone bruise in NBA history. Malik Monk, eh? Y'all think he's good, but I don't care. He's really not that good. He can go. Carmelo, bye bye. Like all, all these guys, Dwight Howard, Dwight maybe can stay. Nope, he gotta go too. No, all of them got to go. This team is trash. This team is pathetic. This is a disgrace. And I'm done with my soliloquy. Let's talk about the MVP, shall we? So right now, there's a lot of people still vying for the MVP. This is one of the closest races I've ever seen because it's not just two guys. It's really like three maybe even four guys. So you have 
your Giannis, your Embiid, you have your Joker. Those are the big three. Those are the ones that everybody's been focusing on. Then there's also Devin Booker, who's coming on strong. You also have Luka Doncic, who's been playing phenomenal. So right now, everyone can win MVP. I will say, no disrespect to Devin Booker, but he ain't winning no MVP. He might get one vote, and that's from Stephen A. Smith of ESPN, but he ain't winning no MVP. So let's knock him out. The other guy I want to knock out, honestly, and he might be leading the league in scoring right now, but Joel Embiid, to me, is not the MVP. And I'll tell you why. Because his team hasn't played well in the last couple of months in totality. When they didn't have James Harden, they were one of the best teams in the NBA. That's when everybody thought he should win the MVP because look at what the team was. You had Maxi coming on strong, but you didn't have Ben Simmons. Tobias Harris has been trash. And they were the number one seed. They dropped to third. They haven't played well. They've getting blown out by good teams. So I really don't think Joel Embiid is going to get as many votes as people think he will. Even though right now, as we stand today, he leads the league in scoring. And he's just been flat out dominant this whole entire season. Now, that leaves the other person that I think is coming on strong, but I don't think they're going to win MVP. Giannis, the Greek freak. He's had a great season, but I don't think Giannis is going to win MVP. And I'll tell you why. Because we've taken him for granted. He is now in that LeBron James, Michael Jordan syndrome where, hey, we'll just give it to somebody else. He's averaging 30 points on 55% shooting about 12 rebounds and six assists. And he's not going to get MVP. He just won't. I doubt he will. That leaves, to me, the guy that's probably going to win MVP and has the best argument is Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic has played phenomenal in these in this NBA season. He's giving you 26 on 58% shooting. He's giving you 14 rebounds, and he's also giving eight assists. Plus, he's doing that without all-star teammate Jamal Murray and rising talent in Michael Porter Jr. The man has been sensational. Nikola Jokic has been dominant, and I think people haven't given him the respect that he deserves because of the way he plays. The man can't jump over a, a tree branch the man can't jump period but he get buckets he get assists he get rebounds and his team without him would be trash they would be flat out trash right now the Denver Nuggets are the fifth seed they got 47 wins if the Denver Nuggets was in the east they'd be potentially vying they would still be vying for that number two seed so i think Nikola Jokic should win mvp with that being said y'all really disrespecting luka Doncic. i'm just letting y'all know this man has put his team on his back 
his whole back. Who's on the Dallas Mavericks? No, seriously, sit there and think about it. Look at all that talent. What talent? Spencer Dinwiddie, forget about it. They shipped off Porzingis because he wasn't getting it done. Tim Hardaway Jr., please. They got a bunch of spare parts. And Luca still driving that car. And got this team playing some great basketball. They're the fourth team in the West. If they were in the East, they'd be vying for the number two seed. Luka Doncic got no all-star. Got a new head coach. Has dominated. And I'll tell you what. Look at his numbers. 28 points. He's giving you nine rebounds. He's giving you nine assists. That sounds like somebody I know from, from Cleveland, Ohio. But I digress. Luka Doncic is not going to get it because of how their season started. But he should get a lot of votes for MVP. But right now, even though my guy Giannis is still in there, because I called him before the season started, you can look it up. Joker number one, Doncic number two, and Greek Freak number three. All the other people, I'm sorry. Or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong. Or else you gon' be walking out. Walking out. Walking out. Walking out. Now let's talk about the NCAA men's and women's championships. Ladies goes first. I'm gonna talk about the women's championship. South Carolina laid a smackdown on UConn. They beat them to submission. They beat them down. Coach Dawn Staley. There's a new monster. There's a new monster, and that place is in South Carolina. Gamecocks. They, they don't play. They were beating them. Like, it was like a football game. Them girls was beating them down. Beating down UConn. UConn only had one shot outscoring them. And South Carolina said, well, you're going to have to rebound. Y'all going to have to get y'all boards. And the Gamecocks just did not quit. They had 18 offensive rebounds compared to UConn's three. They had six more shots than them. They played better. When it came to the free throw line, they got to the free throw line 26 times compared to UConn's four. That, that's the story right there. And what made matters worse is Gene coached for UConn after the first quarter where he saw his team getting beat down by 22 to 8. He knew it was over there. And the rest of the game was just a formality. They, Coach Staley won it in 2017 in South Carolina. Now it's 2022, wins another one. She's going to be racking them, them chips up. And let's not forget the fly outfits that she be coming through. Second highest paid coach in women's 
basketball, and she's building something in South Carolina. Move out the way, UConn. Now, let's talk about the men's. Man, I was pissed off. I really thought that North Carolina was going to pull it off. They had a great run. They beat the former champs. They beat Duke. They beat the breaks off of the Peacocks, who had a great story. And they're up 16 going into the second half. And pull Atlanta Falcons on them. And pull a Golden State on them. Just wet the bed. The Jayhawks beat Chapel Hill to submission in the second half. It was good night, Irene. It was good night, Irene. in the second half for UNC Chapel Hill. And Hubert Davis, he had a great run. Led them to a 29-10 and 10 record. Defeated Duke in Coach K's last game at Duke. Beat number one Baylor. Beat Duke again. And ultimately got to the championship with a half to go to be champions. And couldn't get it up. But shout out to Kansas and what they did. They were phenomenal. They've been beating up on people left and right. they just been beating up on people. And I'm going to give credit, especially to that starting five. Everybody scored over double digits. Everybody except for one um, that was really inefficient from the floor. But more importantly, when their backs are against the wall, Kansas rise and shine and just beat the brakes off of North Carolina. So, Coach Self, congratulations. That's his another championship added. He's he's building, he's building, he's already has something building in Kansas, and it just keeps building and building and building. Once again, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Prove Me Wrong. If you ever want to get on the show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, Prove Me Wrong underscore podcast, and I'll be waiting for your comments. She say, say, we say, show my highlight life, but on replay, 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 gotta spin this one back for the DJ, 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 cause it's all in the game, like EA, 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 I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about, best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out, I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about, best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out, walking out, walking out.